exasperated sigh. <laughs> Hello, newsies. It's me. It's Alex, and that's her. That's Kate. We're. I feel um, like I heard that one before. Alex. I know. Listen, we're not even gonna do a thing. Like you know, whatever. Um. So, uh, let's just get the flick out of here. Uh, we should listen to ourselves more. Kate. Yeah. We vowed not to do this ever again after senior year. And uh, and then I think we that was so long ago that we forgot. That was over a year ago. We forgot. We forgot but to not do this. Here's the thing. We had to do it because John Cena, pretty good. Yeah. Jackie Chan, to me, great. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they messed this one up so bad. I feel like oh, it's so many ways. Really, so many ways. really, really, really likable fellas uh, on the screen side, at least. And um, so I, I, this was what I almost wanted to see. But I, I always love. I don't always go into like research mode on anything, but I usually will look at um, what are we getting into from like a how many stars does this have thing. And it's really fun when it's like one or five. And I feel like this was a lot of one. Like the average is usually somewhere around three. Um, mm-hmm. But people are like, this was so dumb. I had so much fun laughing at it instead of with it. Or people are like, for me, how this one felt like this was a meandering yeah. waste of two of the two of the best you could get on board for something. Like, I feel like. Even as a combo, and there were parts in it where you could see it, right? Um, yeah. As a combo, I was like, Jackie Chan and John Cena, like, that's just a fun, that's a fun pair of people to have on board for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this feels like they took that and threw it all away, Alex. Yes. Yes. Um, it does. Uh, and we, we when we say they, we mean Netflix. We do. Netflix this is, is on next Netflix. Netflix. Netflix is famous for throwing good money after bad and also not paying residuals to its people that work on their stuff. So it's, um, it is awesome for a John, a John Cena to get a chance to work with a legend in, in Jackie Chan. That's great. Um, it's bad that he's going to get paid nothing for this over the next, for the rest of his career, unlike regular films. Um, I will say, uh, I think he'll be all right. Um, Oh, he'll I, be fine. I, I think he's got he's got some stuff in the savings but account. It's, they, it's more other people that they need to pay. That they, yeah. yeah, yes, it is. Well, that's 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 true. Um, but uh, as is the case with 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 a lot of um, with a with a lot of uh, uh, Netflix Netflix originals right now, it is done as a um, a, a partnership. Yes. With uh, the Chinese government, um, who run all of the studios in China, and of which there are many. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to pause this right here because I'm doing it here. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 different Chinese studios produce this. 12. There's a full, hold on. There's a full two minutes almost of fancy logos of Chinese studios that produce this before we get to a, in association with 12 studios that produce this. 
this um I can't believe how much this just feels like nobody tried when so right. many people tried, but maybe that's part of the problem. Right. Well, a lot of times when they do these, um, they'll be direct to Netflix in the States and play theatrically in China. Sure. Like is, okay. You know, so like that, that's a, that's what they're trying. They're, 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 they do like, too much of this movie for my taste because when I'm watching our schlock, I usually just have my head in my phone for most of it, doing other <laughs> things. Um, but when the movie is in is in Mandarin or whatever sure. and subtitled, I can't do that because I miss crucial plot details. Spoiler alert: I miss them anyway, even though I read the stuff. Um, uh, well, any, they, yeah. they missed them. So they, it's... they, they missed them. <laughs> they, they, this was, I don't So many units of Chinese money were spent on this and nobody hired a screenwriter for the American dialogue. Um, the, they obviously, cause if you watch the bloopers that play over the end credits, everything John Cena says is improvised. Yes. All of his scenes are improvised. It's just John Cena. Him. John, good. Hey, you know what? Honestly, a lot of the funniest stuff is is him and Jackie Chan interplay. But a lot of the dialogue that John Cena says is funny. Uh, however, he, it's just John Cena. He's just playing. If if John Cena decided not to be a wrestler and instead be a special forces soldier, and then he was an now an ex special forces soldier, um, doing private security, but he still had the same acerbic wit this is who he's playing chris van horn is john cena that in an alternate universe this is john cena um and and so that's fine it's not acting but it's it's fun to watch to watch him do some interplay that's nice but because all of his stuff is improvised um and because this was all done with the chinese production team um all of the other americans Sound like they're reading an AI script. And I feel like they probably were. You know, like, like it does feel like it was, like, loosely translated from Mandarin to English. And then the English actors tried to figure out how to say this right this without, doing, like... much, without <laughs> doing much um, effort into it. Um, like, there, there you... aren't many. But there's, I don't know, five, six, maybe. Uh, English speaking parts, in yeah, this. it's not a lot. Um, and uh, and so they all just feel like they're just like just re- reading off a, a, a thing com- written by a computer. But John Cena, because he's allowed to improvise everything, at least has a cadence that kind of is different than everybody else. But yeah, there's yeah, it's when hmm. you DM'd me and you apologized. Because this was your idea. Mm, And I said, you know, it's karma for for throwing trading bombs out there. I understood what was happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And I deserve it. But I said, this felt like the strike had already started. Like this, Mm -hmm. though, it was so weird and bad. And And the strike was not hidden. The strike was not hidden. It was was public in public viewing for all to see. Yeah. 
it was not a hidden a, strike. Not a hidden strike. A, a fully public a strike. A very, very on display strike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not yeah. in the corners of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's such a bummer because like my biggest takeaway from this movie was like I want to see Jackie Chan and John Cena in a movie where people try. Like I I want to see this, mm-hmm. these two um, get something with like a real production company behind it, but. Yeah, there's no way Jackie Chan and John Cena weren't paid a ton of money to do this, especially oh, God, yes. with the lack of residuals. So I don't understand how you fumble it this bad. Because it feels like something that I thought of when I was 12. Like, this is it's... so <sighs> not good. It's not good. So, like, watching this movie, so many times I was like, did a producer's 11-year-old come up, come up with, with yeah and you i know? was i was like sincerely trying to figure out in the beginning like is it a joke on itself or is it just bad it's just bad like it's not um yeah it's a it's a it's a bad attempt at something that was sincerely trying to be done with some yeah. cheekiness in it um yeah but it, it sir it's i'll say this it's no velocipaster no god no what no. is really? But, but what is really when you think about it? Um, also, can we talk so, about the fact that Jackie Chan is 69? 69, nice, and um, nice. shouldn't be doing this. Like, he was old, um, when, when like rush hour, he was old <laughs> like in rush hour. Years he, was ago, old, yeah. he was old in rush hour, that was like 15, 20 years ago. I remember uh, my first Jackie Chan experience was um, uh, Rumble in the Bronx. Did you ever see Rumble in the Bronx? I didn't. Spoiler alert. It was actually Rumble in Vancouver because that's where they filmed it, uh, <laughs> which does not look like the Bronx. Um, <laughs> on the, on the... Very different places. Yes, yes. Yes. I need to watch yes. more Jackie Chan movies. I need to yeah, go on No, like Rum- a... Rumble in the Bronx is fun. I don't remember the plot of it. What is what is the plot? It's Jackie Chan running from people and then when he has to, when he's cornered, fighting them for 15 seconds and then running away some more. <laughs> like doing parkour and stuff. Um uh yeah, it's it's fun, but on the jacket of Rumble in the Bronx, they show him kind of like cornered against something, ready to fight, but like a little scared of it. Um, but then like superimposed in the background of it is, is the skyline of the Bronx full of giant fir trees. Like it is obviously the, the Pacific Northwest. Um, Can we and... just watch along of that right now instead of reviewing <laughs> this movie? Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah. I need to see that. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. So like the, Jackie Chan as the um, non-American side of the buddy comedy actioner is a thing that's fairly tried and true after the success of all the Rush Hour films. So they try to do it again, but now he's like, he's seven decades old. And he listen, he can still move, but I, he must not feel good after some of the stuff that he does. Um I was actually. Uh, I'm impressed. not sure exactly how much of this stuff was now stunt guys. It did it used to be none. He used to do literally all of his stunts. So I don't know how much of that is he's still doing, but you can see his face in a lot of the crazy stuff that he's doing. Like it's obviously Jackie Chan. So 
it was yeah. pretty nuts. Like I, I actually thought the fight scenes were pretty good, considering um, <laughs> what the f this movie the was. was. Yes. <laughs> In comparison, yeah, and then like I watched it before you told me how old he was, and I knew he was older, but I was like, oh my god, like for God bless him for moving like that at at seventy, because even if he did half the stuff, like right. there there's some. It, it doesn't feel like they were gingerly about anything in the fight no. scenes. I think it's fair no. to say, but um, yeah, I was I was surprised by his age. But you're you're right in that like this it, this whole movie just felt very long and disjointed. It was and an hour and a, forty minutes. And it felt like three. Nothing, yeah, and it, um... yeah, like it just it, yeah. There was the 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 action sequences are are well shot and put together. Um, some of them very artfully. So they did one friggin' thing where they had a, a camera spin around a fight yes. vertically inside an enclosed bus, and I was like, "That's not possible. I don't know what you're doing, but that's not possible." <laughs> The gun um, that bus, never. The bus is entirely green screen. Like, but it was it's it looked really cool. I mean, I'll give it I'll give it to them. It's look there's there's amazing driving stunts. I'm sure they're all CGI anyway. But like, it's really cool. The explosions are big, great. Um, I don't give a solitary rat's patoot if any of these people live or die because I they haven't done anything to like. Why do I? Why do I care? about oil refinery workers from China in Iraq. By the way, I had to find out it was Iraq by, like, Googling it. It was no just a desert. I, it was just a desert, apparently. It was a desert. Um, but but it's Iraq. What, this, the trailer says, in the near future. And I was like, oh, because the movie never says that. The movie could be now. It could be 10 years ago. It could be... I don't know when it the movie never says that, but the trailer, the trailer's like in the near future. How near are we talking about? But a different production company handled the trailer than handled anything else in this movie based on how many logos were. Yeah. But this movie is I was thinking about this while I was watching it, because remember with Tremors, how you were like, this is just monster movies. Because I was like, I feel like nothing like happens in it. And you were like, Well, yeah, because monster movies, like things don't really happen. Um, right. <laughs> it was kind of like I, for whatever reason, I think because I'm a big sissy, like I, I haven't seen a ton of monster movies, but like I'm more into movies with fight scenes that just happen. Like I don't right. need uh, a lot to happen around those, mm-hmm. but like this was, this was tedious and it didn't have any of the absurdity of big trouble in little China where you could even be like, <laughs> like this is so ridiculous. No, that there's, people there's, no, like there's definitely no, in no, these no absurdity. Yeah. Well, so it just, yeah. um, it felt it, it, it meandering is the word I keep going back to with it. It, it was, it was a road to n- nowhere. Right. Really. Right. Um, Beep Boop is questioning our knowledge of the Highway of Death. Um, the Highway of Death is in this movie. It plays a big part of it. But I thought that was just a bad translation from a Chinese phrase. I didn't think they meant the actual Highway of Death because that's not something you just lightly put into a movie that's not about the Highway of Death. 
where during the, the, the first Gulf War, Iraqis, including civilians, were, were trying to get out of Kuwait so they didn't get bombed. And we were like, ha-ha, I'm going to bomb you anyway, and killed thousands of people. And we're like, oh, we probably should have figured out they weren't all military before we did that. Um, so that's the highway of death. Um, uh, I just, I didn't, I didn't, the thing of it is, I never thought they were talking about the actual highway of death. Because why would you put that in the movie? And also, why is an entirely Chinese oil refinery in Iraq? I mean, it, it, I don't, I didn't, it didn't make any sense. I was like, oh, the near future. China has expanded. They talk about the war. The war. And I thought, like, if it's in the near future, maybe there was a huge war in Asia where China expanded its borders. But because it's a Chinese film, not necessarily a bad thing, just China controls all of Asia now. Good for us. We're Chinese. That's awesome. You know, listen, there's lots of movies America makes that, that are very patriotic in weird ways. I'm not going to judge. But it was <laughs> this was just an odd thing to me that they were like, the highway of death. And then they say, the highway of death. That's the most dangerous road in the country, which is like the the, the minute I was like, "That's AI, that's AI." I'm sorry, that's an AI. a computer wrote that. The, a highway of death. That's the most dangerous road in the country, as opposed to what the highway of posies. Like what? What is like highway of death would be the most dangerous road in the country? How else would it have got the name? highway of death what is what is more dangerous than the highway of death it sounds like a when you said it for some reason i was like that sounds like a wrestling (laughs) pay-per-view the most dangerous road in the country the highway of death yeah um i do know about the highway of death i i didn't but at no point did i grasp that this was in iraq but i (laughs) probably because just, they didn't just, mention it, and also I wasn't, I wasn't that invested in this film. No, no, it. no. Um, so there are two groups that intersect. Um, uh, the the first is that there is a, a a special force, a Chinese special forces team, that is being sent in to across nation lines several they have to cross you have to cross a lot of different countries between china and iraq to get there um to evacuate a a chinese oil refinery that has been under terrorist attacks so they basically the chinese government says we own an oil refinery in iraq there have been a few terrorist attacks rather than beef up security we're going to evacuate it and just leave the oil for the terrorists, I guess. We'll get more elsewhere. I'm not sure what that is, but that's the plot. That's why Jackie Chan is leading a team in there to do that, to to rescue, including Professor Cheng. Because on an oil rig, you need a professor to do stuff. Otherwise, how things... This is why it's so ai to me. Like, Professor Cheng? Are you a professor of oil riggery? What is? What did you get your doctorate in? Like this is doesn't make any sense to me. So, <laughs> <laughs> an oil riggery. I mean, I don't know. 
Uh, but anyway, this so, is now so pro- for some reason on this recap, it's feeling more and more like wrestling. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> it feels. <laughs> Professor Chang is definitely someone that got buried by Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Professor Chang um, is a woman, uh, middle aged, who's you know, she's got to get out of there, and she gives the dongle. It's a little USB, a little tiny USB, which apparently. On it holds the key to making the oil refinery work. They like shut it down, and all the passcodes you know, they need passcodes, but you also need the dongle to be pushing a little USB port to start it up again. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of oil in uh, underneath the ground. So um, she gives it and her phone to her assistant. Okay, and her assistant um, puts them in her little leather satchel and um there are 11 11 buses that are going to drive them from the oil refinery into the green zone now the green zone is the area of iraq where there was no where it was like neutral during during the second gulf war like that that was where you could go and you'd be safe and there wasn't no it would be any terrorist attacks and so if there, there's no need for a green zone if the war is not currently on, and it doesn't feel like the war is currently on, but anyway, we have to Maybe drive eight hours. Things work in the near future. We got to drive eight hours on the highway of death to get to the green zone from the oil refinery. We can't, Lord knows, we can't just send a bunch of big ass choppers in here. Um, and put people on, you know, like people moving uh, air, air, air uh, support. Can't do that. Got to put them in buses because there's 492 of them, including the children, they say. So all the oil refinery workers live on the place and they have their kids who live there and I guess go to school there or whatever. That is a thing that they say. Um, Jackie Chan has personally volunteered. He is a legend in the Chinese Special Forces business. Jackie Chan, his name is uh, Dragon Luo. Uh, That dragon there is a nickname. Um, And apparently it means he's he's ferocious in battle. I don't know. Um, But the reason that he has gone there is because um, Professor Chang's assistant, May, I think May, um, is his estranged daughter. And so he is going to make sure that she gets out safe. Now she's estranged from him because um, he was doing special forces things all over the world for his country. While his wife, May's mother was dying of, let's say cancer in the hospital. Um, And he, and so he, he like, she sees that he's there. He tries to like talk to her. She's not having any of it. Finally, she like they have a little conversation about it. And, and he's like, I had to do it for my country. For your country? What about for your family? Of course, this is all in Mandarin. You got to read it. Yes. Um, uh, it is um Jackie Chan is doing a very good job with the emotional work here. And honestly, I feel like I mean it's translated from Mandarin that I'm reading, but the dialogue between the Chinese nationals that I'm reading feels a lot more natural 
than the American dialogue so. between Very not Chinese so. announcers that I'm hearing. So that's Very why I'm so. like, I feel like this was written by Chinese, then translated through Google Translate, and then kind of like cobbled together to make a script for the Americans. But oh, John Cena, you can say whatever you want. That's what it kind of feels like to me. Um, Did you do any research ab- about this or no? The, Just the, the curiosity. The, I mean, it's it's hard because like Netflix doesn't like tell you stuff about their movies and um like I, I know like Jackie Chan was like talking about this movie he was going to make in 2018. That's the thing, like, it was he, like five years ago or something. That yeah, was that was that, that was when like when he signed on to it. I don't know when when John Cena signed on to it, when it was when it was filmed or produced or whenever that happened. There's a lot of post-production, I can tell you that. A lot of post production. So I was going to say because there's a lot of times where it feels like they're not even in the same room. Oh like, yeah, yeah. And I, so the one thing that someone had sent me when I told them I was doing this because they're a big Jackie Chan fan, uh, was that they had read somewhere that this was originally supposed to be Sylvester Stallone and he jumped ship. <laughs> And all I could think about was Jackie Chan and Sylvester Stallone. No, it wouldn't have worked at all. No, Sly famous for not being a great improviser. So <laughs> I don't know that those dialogues that would have been as, as fun. Um But I was just but, thinking about this, like, because I thought Jackie Chan, to your point, like in these scenes, especially, like sometimes with subtitles it's hard because you're reading and then ignoring the acting performance, but like the subtitles for this stuff I felt like were secondary because he was conveying the emotion with <laughs> as a right. good actor. And that just made me think about how uh, horrific this would have been if Sylvester Stallone was in this mm-hmm. movie at any point. <laughs> no. Um, anyway. Um, yeah. No, that would not have been good. Um, so that's that's all of that's all I need to get into before we before those the, the two groups coincide. Okay. Yes. So intercut with all of this um, is uh, the John Cena plot line. So we first meet John Cena when he's hitting golf balls out of the back of a pickup truck and critiquing his own shot in in an irreverent way. God um, and in up drives a, a bunch of like you know special forces types and they all get out of their car. Um, and one of them is, is the leader obviously of that little group and comes up to him and he's very, uh, he's younger. Um, and he's talking to, uh, John Cena, uh, about a job, um, like that. Is he paying him off for an, a, a job that they've recently done? And then he's like, "Say, here's another job we want to do. We not we want you in on this job." And he's like, "Nah, I don't want to do it." Yeah, that's kind um, of how I I took that was like they were settling up from a previous thing, and they were like, "Hey, we got this new thing for you." Um, which is odd because John Cena has never seen any of these other people that are with this guy that he knows. But immediately, I'm not do I'm not going on this job with you. But it's very important that I come up with nicknames for all of you, even though. <laughs> According to me and the decision I've made, I will never see any of you ever again. 
You know what, though? I feel like I've met that guy before. So well, kudos to John. Okay. The guy who, who, like, immediately meets a guy named Michael, and he's like, Mike A! Like, I feel like... <laughs> Mike Mike A for, 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 for Michael? I, I feel like you can okay. do when you first meet the guy, and you might never see him again. Deciding that the <laughs> one female in the group is named Tomb Raider. Right away. Even though you're never going to see her again. Um, and that the skinny guy who's got a toothpick in his mouth, is named Toothpick. Yeah. He says, for two reasons, you'll get it eventually. That was funny. That's, again, a John (laughs) Cena-ism. Bald Eagle, who's the guy who's bald, but also, like, you know, the guy, because he looked like the one from the Muppets, because he does have (laughs) a kind of a little hook nose. It was, was, yeah, looks like the guy from Muppets. That's fine. Bald Eagle. And then there's another dude who's, who's in, his right half is entirely tattooed with, like, skulls and stuff. Uh, He says, Full disclosure: There's a lot going on here. Um, I'm gonna have to come up. Come up. I'm gonna. Come, I'm gonna get back to you. You're not gonna get back to him. You're never gonna see him again. According to you, you've just told this dude Henry, I think, that you're. I'm. Well, I'm not. We're, I'm not doing this job. So goodbye. Just to, like whatever. Um, and uh, he's like, "Hey, man, it'd be great. You're working for Unicorp. You. I guess that's a good thing, according to Henry. You're working for Unicorp. Come on." It's great. Also, we would get to get the guys, the terrorists, who were responsible for that hit that we took two years ago. Like, we, we, we know it's them. The, the Chinese are going in, and they're going to be moving him to a Chinese prison. Nobody else has to die. We go in, surgical. We, we kidnap that dude. We take him out. That's the job. Unicorp's paying for it, whatever. Because he's been leading... Uh, terrorist attacks on Unicorp. So we get to take him out. It's revenge for us. It's business for them. They're footing the bill. The Chinese are never even going to know we were there. We're going to do it all great because we're Special Forces U.S. guys. Hoorah. And so um, uh, he's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, thanks. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stay here in my entirely walled in tiny <laughs> village in the now we know to be Iraqi desert, where it is me and some older gentlemen, a few of them, some uh, some women, and a bunch of children, a lot of orphans. Uh, I am their caretaker apparently, and uh, it, it will be um, I it, this thing. So, so he's there. He he is. Um, so the so the special forces guys they leave, and he's there. This is all intercut with all the stuff happening with the Chinese. So he's there. And he's playing baseball with one kid, like trying to teach him how to throw a ball back and forth. Because what's more American than that? Uh, having a catch. And um, and then a guy comes over. This guy's very unassuming. He's in a Unicorp uh, pickup truck. And he comes out and he's going to fix the pump to, that brings water into the village. Because they haven't had water. And he's like, we got to... We gotta, walk down to a river. I have so uh, many like, children around. <laughs> yeah. We have walked down to a river and filter it using coal. Cause that's how they used to do stuff. I don't really see how that's better than drinking it with non coal in my water, but all right. I don't know how it works. And I fig- I'm going to filter it using coal uh, or charcoal, whatever it is. Um, and so that's how we're going to filter the water. It, it's a, it's a long process and it doesn't leave us much extra, but it's working for now. Can you fix this pump? Um, and he's like, yeah, I'll try it. Like maybe the last guy they sent out couldn't do it. And he had more equipment than you do. And this guy whose name is Owen, like 
has a big wrench that he tries turning and nothing happens. And he goes, yep, no water. And I was like, well, I guess we won't try to redig the well or do bring out a, a actual team of people who know what they're doing. It's just you, Owen. And, um, and he's like, um, yeah, man, uh, listen, I can go to Unicorp and I can try and bring something out here that will actually do something, but it's going to cost like they're not going to, they don't want these people out here. They want to be able to like move them off the land or whatever. So they're not going to do this. So if you want to do that, it's going to be like a hundred thousand, which of course Chris John Cena does not have. Um, so there is a, a scene that is just so like it was like literally a, a a computer spat out four words of dialogue and the director made it into this very important one and a half minute scene where John Cena um is uh is standing in his kitchen in the garage he lives in um and this woman comes in and says Chris do you know when we will have the water no, no, I don't. Okay. And she leaves. John Cena looks very angry and looks over at the wall and punches a mirror or something. And it's like, <laughs> so you had to have a whole thing of like, all right, well, I needed this scene where the woman comes to me and asks about the water before I will decide to go against my principles and go and do this job with the, with the special forces guys so I can get a hundred thousand dollars so that I can then uh, pay Unicorp to fix the well. But you need that scene. Apparently you don't need the scene. You don't need the scene. You could have him decide it during the scene with Owen, but no, no. It's uh... God bless John Cena yep. for, for his efforts with this movie. Um, the guy that we saw giving everyone nicknames, also not this guy. Look, <laughs> these are two different people. Uh, now, <clears throat> no, they don't need the scene. And if they really wanted to have the scene, it also did not need to be this heavy-handed yeah, and this lot it felt like it was 20 minutes long considering it was like yeah. three lines of dialogue mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i do feel like because we're now in in the john cena bits of this too uh one of the better wrestler actors this film yeah, he's gotten better he's gotten much better he had yeah something around like peacemaker era i guess with john cena kind of that turned... was honestly kind of funny because um his the character's name in peacemaker is Chris. And so much of his stuff is just sounds like peacemaker to me. All of his dialogue kind of sounds peacemakery because he's just he's just riffing himself. Yeah. Um, so I was like, if you told me this was a prequel to Peacemaker, I'd believe it. There you go. Like yeah, you know, like name. all this stuff, and like now he's now now he he lost his mind and now he's you know, where's the toilet seat on his head? You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's possible, right? He I do also appreciate that this is just like they cast a wrestler to be special ops guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He has tried to expand a little bit, which I like the rock plays the same guy in every movie and he does it to the tune of being the highest paid guy in Hollywood. Oh, sure. God sure. bless. Yeah. John Cena at least has done like some comedic stuff and whatever. Mm -hmm. So 
this obviously being more like the pro wrestler turned actor wheelhouse, but um, he 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 honestly tried with this. Like he the the improvised stuff you could tell. Like he tried um, this ridiculous scene. He he put forth an an actual effort into a lot of this. So I do just want to say that like a lot of the Hulk Hogan stuff that we reviewed. Um, part of the issue is certainly Hulk Hogan's inability to act at all. John Cena mm-hmm. has has some chops. He's not Batista. I think Batista's the right. best one of the wrestlers yeah. turned actors. But yeah. I, I appreciate that about John Cena, old John mm-hmm. Boy. Yeah. Um, so now, here we go. John Cena has made a decision to join the, the team, the extraction team, to attack. This because of water. convoy of bosses because he needs hundred thousand dollars to pay Unicorp to turn the well back on or something I don't know, um, and uh, <clears throat> so he just decides and they're already there. He's <laughs> he's he's she's just there. He decides and the next scene he's in a in a dune buggy, um, leading the team to attack this thing. Um, they are driving into the highway of death and uh, they have to beware of bandits and rebels and, you know, rebels, scum. And they have to beware of all these bad guys, um, uh, which are honestly just, just, just children by the side of the road. One kid's holding out an empty bucket because he wants some water if you have some. Um, and they're like, you can't stop. And they're running through. Like, a, apparently the highway of death had another problem with the highway of death um between 1991 and also after 2003 and now uh because it's littered with just junk cars that have been exploded now it was famously in 1991 that's what it looked like but since then they've cleared the road because that was a long time ago and as we know this is in the near future this is the near future not the distant past so um he runs um they're running through these cars that have been set up in the way. They just keep on going because they're buses that they're driving. Um, and then they go, um, the sandstorm. That is no ordinary sandstorm. Um, didn't you tell me there were no chances of sandstorm? Yes, I am looking at the weather app now. The weather app says 0% chance of sun sandstorms. 0% chance of sandstorms is the thing that the app says so it must be right but yet there is a giant sandstorm you'll never guess how the sandstorm is manufactured because it's not a real sandstorm we'll tell you in a second um the uh so this is where the extraction happens where they have to get in and get um they know okay there's one guy who marks who's who's an inside team who's marks uh, the bus with an X that can only be seen through like night vision goggles or something, um, uh, which they're all wearing because it's so dark in the sandstorm. Um, so it's the, oh, we know we're going to take that bus. Also, we're going to take the bus at the end because that's going to be a distraction bus. Um, so uh, they take the 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 bus number eight, um, um, and uh, which has Professor Chang on it. Because they figure that's all they need is Professor Chang, really. Um, and some hostages. But uh, but May, who has the dongle and the professor's phone in her bag, is on bus one. Because Jackie Chan says, you're staying with me because I'm going to protect you. Um, so there's this very elaborate 
uh, heist. It feels very Fast and the Furious-y. Very, um, very, very much so. Um, so the guy whose name is Knox, but this is the guy he keeps yelling, uh, talking to. He's got to he gives give different names because they're all facey things. He says uh, first one he gives him is a graffiti head because it looks like a teenager evangelized your face. And then there's a bunch of other ones he gives. Some of them are actually clever. Um, uh, most of them not. But uh, that guy gets on the bus and has a full-on fight scene with one of the one of the lady special forces. Uh, he's able to 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 kick her out the front windshield, which has been demolished. Um, and so she lands, looks up, sees the bus barreling toward her and lays down and the bus rolls over. And that's one of those weird, like, the camera, like, rotates with it and, like, it's on top of her and then rotates under the bus and looks up at the bus as it goes by and then rotates, looks at the bus and then looks back at her. Really cool stuff with the camera work in this movie. It's probably the best thing about it is the cinematography. Big is, time. Um, is really interesting in the fight stuff. But so she's left behind, right? Um, that's on bus 11, the last bus. And they're able to extract the other bus without really any problems at all. And they drive that off and um, they, uh, they unload the um uh bus number eight. Oh, by the way the the sandstorm they have no communications sandstorm is is jamming their communication out, like, it's not yeah. really the sandstorm they think it's a sandstorm it's actually a jamming device that the bad guys have whatever so um they can't communicate whatever um and Jackie Chan just drives out of the sandstorm and that's when they realize they're missing two buses and they need the the air support to come back uh so the air support circles back around to try and help them. Uh, they unload all the hostages out of bus number eight. John Cena immediately knows this is up. What, well, these are all Chinese oil refinery workers. Where's the terrorists we are supposed to like take out of this? Like, what's happening? Like, don't worry about it, says Henry. Like, um, oh, by the way, should I mention also it was a very odd scene when when John Cena turns down Henry. He says, um, "Your dad would be really disappointed with you." Like that was low even for you. And I was like, that that is a I don't know what the relationship is with this thing. And the relationship turns out to be Henry is is Chris's younger brother, is John Cena's younger brother. And it is a very uh, – I would never say to my brother, your dad would be really disappointed in you. I would when say we dad. Have the same dad. We have the same father. There's a, uh, there's a, there's a weird little line of dialogue that kind of like, like – uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like they decided after the movie that – that was their relationship or like halfway into doing this. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. the only thing in my notes that is missing from what you covered is I, I just put like, even if there's a 0% chance of a sandstorm, you 0%. should probably have some preparation around the fact that there could be one based on where you uh, live and operate. Like you shouldn't be zero. It's not like a, like we're in the middle of the ocean and there's a sandstorm. You know what I mean? Like, you should have some precautions in place in case one were to kick up. But um, but other than that, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, no. John Cena, very quickly, to your point, catching on what's going on here. Like, yeah, he, well, he I mean, just, immediately he he's like, hold on. on the mission. They're on the convoy without I have any a question. Where are all the terrorists we're supposed to be taking oh, yeah. off of this bus? Because um, there are none. Um, very funny. And uh, they say, "Don't worry about it. We're going to the to the meeting point or whatever." And they drive over to the meeting point, and um, uh, the guy who's in charge of this whole operation 
is the plumber from that scene earlier with, with John Cena. Because at that point in that scene, there is nothing to tell us that he is not simply a, a maintenance guy who works for Unicorp. They don't, that's, that's, he's a guy who shows up in a pickup truck with a wrench. That's it. There's no, like, like John Cena knows the guy because he works with Unicorp as well. And probably this is a guy who comes out and looks at things they have problem with the, with the village all the time. But there's nothing there where it's like, you know, this is a person of authority. Apparently he's like in charge of operations for Unicorp. So he's the COO like of Unicorp. But also, he himself is an ex-Special Forces soldier. Yeah, this was weird. And a lot of my friends who were also in Special Forces died here. And so this place, and they never got any money from our government. Uh, their families never did. So we're going to pay back their families by doing this giant oil heist and selling all the oil. And then we're going to do that. So it's it's honorable. Did you ever see The Rock? Not the not the, the person, but the movie. I did a very long time ago, but yes. The Rock has honestly my, one of my favorite villains in all of um in, in all of cinema. Uh, Ed Harris as Captain Francis Xavier Hummel. Uh, he's so good in it, and there's so much gray area because he yes. never play. He's never planning to go through with vaporizing San Francisco. It's a terrorist plot to terrorize the government into paying for the funerals of all the dudes that he lost overseas, bringing back their bodies, doing all this stuff because he believes that's an honorable thing to do to never leave a man behind and to take care of the families of the people who gave their lives for this country. And he is therefore, he is then tricked into like, like he's therefore then he basically, his authority is subsumed by a bunch of mercenaries who work for him to take over and they kill him and spoiler alert. Um, but, um, <laughs> but I honestly loved the idea of the guy uh, like trying to do right by fallen soldiers and by the families of fallen soldiers because the government wouldn't do anything to help him. So he's extorting money from the government. Honestly, like there's the gray area there. Like, you're not going about it the right way, but your intentions are good. This is directly lifted from that plot line, and they've given this guy no gravitas, no and no connection to anything. As far as we know, he's a glorified plumber for Unicorp, is a made-up thing that runs Iraq, and he's decided he's going to steal billions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars worth of oil to pay back people that we never see before yeah there is something really that could have been interesting there um yeah he's just he's dusty roads right here he's it's just the he's just plumbing or uh <laughs> i guess his, his dad um he's just a working man <laughs> working hard with his hands what works with that trope too for me is like I'm not particularly somebody that is empathetic of the government or finds it bad that you would take money sure. from the government. So right. this, like, I'm a villain, but Robin Hooding stuff yes. uh, is is a really, really cool thing when it's done well. The the Rock is a, a really good shout about that because um, very fleshed out character and Ed Harris, I just think is a brilliant actor. But um, I, I always like, and this 
spills over into wrestling world, but also here and stuff is like bad guys that you can understand the motivations of are great. And then bad guys where you're like, man, if I was in their shoes, I, I might actually do the same thing. Not even just like, Oh, I get their viewpoint. But when you're like, yeah, if I was in your position, I might have the same viewpoint is always something that's interesting. And I feel like they swung and missed on, on that piece of it of just like, there wasn't, um, there wasn't like a, a moral struggle on that side. It just kind of no. sat there, but, no. but it is, it is an interesting um, and kind of underutilized. So like we don't see a right. ton of that idea. Yeah. Um, so John Cena is like, I'm not part of this. I was getting paid. I don't want to do this. I'm I'm done. I'm washing my hands of the whole thing. And Owen's like, come on, be a part of the actual taking of the oil because that's going to increase your thing. Your the money you're going to make um, to a much um, bigger amount. Think of what you could do for the village. Um, this is also the team that led that ambush on you two years ago. Blah blah blah. blah. They're, they're not. It's not them. You're you're not doing that. That's not what we're doing anymore. Um, uh, yeah, but they're responsible. They're per- they're they're profiting off of that the dis, the destabilization of the blah 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 it's just it's it, a bunch of gobbledygook um er so um so uh he says no henry's like i can i can talk to him i'll die hey you meet me back at the village at 1600 hours and bring me the rest of my money you get it done i'm out i'm leaving so he leaves uh and henry's like Oh, it's all right. You know, he's my brother. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll talk to him. It's all right. And then Owen just shoots him. And then something weird happens that I I wasn't I didn't understand exactly. Remember Tomb Raider, the one lady um on the team? Uh she reacts to Henry being shot by raising her gun. Like, what? And uh, and then Owen shoots her, uh, and then a couple other people on the team raise their guns and, and they get they get shot. Oh no, no, the hostages run away. They get shot. Two murders, only one who gets killed. Um, and uh, and then um, it was re- revealed that ba- Bald Eagle and Skullface uh, <laughs> Knox are part of Owen's team that he put on Henry's team, you know, to like infiltrate it or something but that was never it it feels like henry's known these guys forever you know yes. come on hey it's it's uh, these are guys and then and john cena's like i don't know but it but it was like tomb raider was apparently not here for henry being shot because she wasn't actually part of the of the real team i was like oh that's too bad for tomb raider they uh the one <laughs> american what the one english speaking uh female uh in the cast uh, killed with no lines of dialogue so and stuff like this is what made it hard to get really invested in any of the characters like this is all of everybody is so kind of thinly fleshed out in this and like things like this where you're just like wait what this was like (laughs) a little bit jarring and i didn't have right it doesn't build up a ton of uh love or empathy for anybody they 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 pulled off a bunch of the hostages off of bus eight that they've left out in the middle of an oil field and including the professor. Um, and they are going to uh, take them back to the refinery to get the refinery started up so they can actually take all the uh, stuff out of it. Now, 
uh, he says to Bald Eagle, dump his body at the radio tower and make it look like Chinese retribution. Uh, and so, um, I don't know what the radio tower has significance of. That's not a, that's not a location we've ever seen before in the movie. But when uh, Henry doesn't show up with the money, John Cena knows to go there. Yes. Oh, he, oh but he also says to, 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 to Bald Eagle, uh, make sure that, um, that that French thing that Henry's <laughs> been a part of is cleared up. Right. So, um, John Cena, extremely intuitive in this, yeah. in this film. John Cena and uh, Jackie Chan. Have a have a little standoff because Jackie Chan finds the finds the bus, um, uh, and um, it's still full of hostages who are not restrained in any way. They are on their hours after their captors have left. They are still on their knees with their hands laced behind their heads, but they're not zip tied together or handcuffed. They're not blindfolded, and when Jackie Chan is walking through the bus. They don't look at him like, oh, my God, my savior. Is, are the bad guys still out there? Did you kill them? Where's all the people they took off of this bus? They're like, oh, oh no. But they, they, no, no, you're saved. It's fine. It's just Jackie Chan. I don't understand why you're still there. Hours later, nobody zip tied him to the bus. Why are you still on the bus? Like, yeah. It, did, none of you has a cell phone that was stashed somewhere. You could call somebody, whatever. Um, so this is how they find out that they, um, oh, and this is where they see from a helicopter, John Cena in a dune buggy zooming off somewhere. And so um, uh, the only place over there in that direction is that village. And so uh, Jackie Chan infiltrates the village and finds Jackie Chan. They have a, a, a stare down. And then they're like, why are you following me? Why did you kill my friends? I didn't do it. I'm just fishing in the desert or something. <laughs> I don't know. And then and then they, they, they back off and leave. And then when the money doesn't show up, jo- John Cena drives off and then um, he in his in his pickup truck he is named Ethel for some reason, uh, because comedy. And um, Jackie Chan follows him in the dune buggy, and they get to the radio ta- radio tower, and um, they uh, <clears throat> they um, they have a fight scene. It's a, well, John Cena finds his his brother dead and is very upset about this. Um, but there's no nothing. There's a there's a Chinese hostage that is dead there. Like, why wouldn't you leave Tomb Raider there with Yeah, Henry? that was then it, like... then it looks like they killed... The, 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 the Chinese did it. The Chinese wouldn't have left a dead hostage there. Yeah, a dead Chinese sense. hostage? Why would a dead Chinese hostage be there? Um, if they had, like... If they had killed... I don't know. It's dumb. so dumb. Um, but anyway, uh, there's, a, there's a massive fight scene. Uh, John Cena and Jackie Chan that happens in there. And then the French show up. The French, we can tell they're French because they all have tiny mustaches and berets and striped shirts. I'm not kidding. Like, like if you asked, if you asked this is what a I was child like, watching Looney Tunes. Yeah. yeah, this was. If you yeah. asked a child watching Looney Tunes to draw you a French person, that is what these people are. They have little scarves. Hello, we are here for the guns. We have paid for the guns. Where are the guns? Give me the guns. And, uh, and so there's a, a funny thing with like one of them pulls a pin on a grenade and the other one is still holding it. They got to put the pin back in. And then the 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 
French go back out to their truck, which has a big mountain machine gun on it, and they go, start the shooting. And they just shoot at the radio tower for a full minute as John Cena is throwing grenades out, out of a hole in the wall while bullets fly past him. And they can't be getting very far because he's just doing this. Like I, they're a hundred yards away, fifty yards away, with a with a with a with a machine gun, and you're like, just doing little pot shot grenades that roll seven feet. This is very very odd. Um, <laughs> the worst. But then the the it's French like just stop shooting and leave. And then John Cena and Jackie Chan blow up the radio tower for some reason. To hide the bodies or to hide the evidence of the guns that have been there or this was very confusing so um hey clean up that situation with the french (laughs) that we got earlier and then finding out this was the situation this this is the french these are the french Uh... i um the French known for surrendering in wars. This was mm-hmm. even a a a, yeah. a big one for them because they don't. To your point, I was like nobody got defeated, no. like nobody lost. Uh, some of the fight scenes in this are really cool. This is not one of them. This was bad, no, and confusing, and superfluous. Like this all felt very very out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I can't call it superfluous if the whole movie feels superfluous. Like there's nothing yeah. that. Um, makes sense in it but this was like when i saw the french show Mm -hmm. up i was like this is like what little kid kate would have been like okay i'm 12 years old and this is how i think french people show up (laughs) to war (laughs) was Mm -hmm. an insane pull uh Mm -hmm. and again like there were so many points in this where i was like is this intentionally bad? But it's not. Like it's just, no. it's just bad. It's just not good. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. The. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> um, the, the immediately, um, like Jackie Chan and John Cena, form a, like a, 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 a like a. Uh, well, I don't know if I can trust you, but you're the only guy I got. So, like, although Jackie Chan very much does not have only John Cena, John Cena only has Jackie Chan. Yeah, at but, this point. But, but Jackie Chan literally has an entire special forces team that is with him still, that he keeps in contact via radio, but never does anything with. Like, he's just, he's hanging out with John Cena at the big, at the village, talking to the kids, having dinner. And uh, John Cena does a, um, a a thing where he's like, uh, hey, that chick over there, she's really hot. Boy, I'd like to, you know, have sexual relations with that chick. That's my daughter. Oh, I, I had no idea. And the, all the, the thing, like you, I, it was just so odd that he would like just, because he doesn't seem like the guy who would do this. Not at all. So the only yeah. thing I can think of was that he knew he was his daughter. And was like trying to get a rise out of him just as a joke, but no, he literally didn't know it was the daughter. Also, in the in the bloopers at the end, um, there's an alternate improvised dialogue of John Cena about the girl that was obviously uh, cut by the by the Chinese censors, which says, "I will eat an ass," 
is what he says in the blooper. I will eat an ass. Is what John Cena says about about Jackie Chan's daughter to Jackie Chan. And I was like, I can't imagine why that was cut. Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. Yeah, oh, it's my a, God. Uh, yep. Anyway. Not this um, movie, but well done, John. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> I will eat an ass, is what he says. Over and anyway, um, <laughs> great line, wrong movie. <laughs> anyway, um, they have uh, a, a you know a, a kind of a truce, and then because because Owen is interrogating the. Professor Chang with some hostages near her uh, who are wearing hoods and still uh, thing. And every time, and they're like, you gotta, you gotta do this. And, and she won't, she won't start the oil refinery because it is so important to her. Dr. Professor Chang that, that these terrorists not steal some oil. Um, that she is willing to watch two of her co-workers be shot in the head, execution style. And she will not say anything about what she will do. She's trying to reason with him. Um, and then eventually, um, they pull off the hood of the third hostage. And maybe you'll care about your son! And this is the first time that we know that she has a shun, that he was also working at the plant, any of that shit. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. Oh, please don't, please don't. And she still won't tell him any of the details of how to start the thing. The son has to do it. There's a dongle. There's a USB dongle. You got you to put, put it in there. You got to put it in the code. Um, like, she was willing to let her son be killed. To save the government some oil. That is a very loyal doctor. That is an alarmingly. China. Um, alarmingly so, yeah. Um, and uh, so they're like, okay, where's the dongle? It's in her bag. Uh, uh, where's your bag? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have it. All right, well, I don't have to shoot him. Like, And he's like, track her phone. Like the... <laughs> <laughs> the, the son is so not getting shot today. He will give up everything. Uh, <laughs> um, and so... Uh, Kill my mom. Like, I don't care. She was going to let phone. me die. If her phone is in the bag, track the phone. And so um, the, the, the they call the phone and May pulls it out of the bag and answers it and then walks off saying, so like, hey, uh, who's who keeps calling you? I don't know. Just some number keeps hanging up. Anyway, who's for dessert? And they're like, oh, no, that's somebody tracking you. Uh, because John Cena immediately knows they're on their way. And they are. And they brought an entire team. Boy, I bet the rest of those Chinese special forces could have helped out in this thing. But no, they're not there. For some reason, they're just not. So it's Jackie Chan and, and John Cena doing a stealth mission against, like, um, uh, against Skullface, Bald Eagle, um, and a, a bunch of, let's be honest, a bunch of Chinese guys dressed up as terrorists because you can't yeah. see their faces. Um, but that's definitely who it was, probably. Um, and so they have big fight scenes with them and and, and take them all out. And eventually, uh, Knox shoots a rocket launcher 
at uh, John Cena in a tower. There's fun some some fun stuff about hand signals. Yes. What is hand <laughs> signals? And and so one point uh, Jackie Chan does this, and uh, and which is supposed to mean six. Apparently that's a hand signal in Chinese military. It's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's what six is. But he's like, no, this is hang loose. Yeah, that's hang loose. Chill, <laughs> relax. Grab a grab a brewski. That's what this is. Like, oh, or I'm, I'll call you tonight. That's what this. What this is at six. So I, I, I didn't think it was funny that like American and Chinese hand signals are very different. Yeah. Um, and uh, that that was that was fun. There was some some little like hang loose stuff also behind you. Is whatever yes. a thing there was that was that one behind you was a different and whatever. Um, but anyway, the, it comes down to like a standoff. Um, and uh, all these people, all these orphans are around, and like it goes, it brings out the phones. Like, hey, you want this? Want the phone? Here's the phone. Um, and all these villagers come out, and they've all got like most of them have pitchforks, but some of them have like Soviet era rifles. And they're like pointing it. There's a standoff. And it's like, I'm just here for the bag, says Knox. Like, the bag? John Cena runs in, puts the phone in the bag, and throws the bag to him. Now go, get out of here. It's like, and May, May's like, why did you just give it up? Like, it's a bag. I don't care about I don't care about the oil refinery or like this is these are my people. I'm, I, my job is to protect them. I was like, honestly, that's the first like because like, no, 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 we're gonna have an exchange. You put down your weapons, and then we're gonna walk the the bag over to you, and you're gonna give us something. To, no, it's just like John Cena was like, no, this this is I'm not gonna. Here, here's the thing you want. Just don't kill anybody, and because they're nice, they don't kill anybody. They, and they leave. really, they really just wanted the bag. They really just wanted the bag, and that John was nice. Cena and finally and, getting a smart baby face moment in his life, and that's the end of the movie. Because honestly, who gives a damn about the oil? Who could pop? I guess you give a damn about Professor Chang. Yes, I, I think we're supposed but to. That, I don't have but, any. We're supposed to. In it. But that's the end of the movie. Now they're gonna they're gonna try and um, take some of the mon- some of the oil out in tankers. Um, but most of it they're gonna like pump from the refinery and underground pipes to the docks, uh, and put it on tankers. And they're gonna they're gonna that's how they're gonna get they're gonna like basically run the a refinery dry and then sell it all on the black market is what is what Owen's plan is. So they get the dongle back, they have her enter the the code, and the thing is now pumping. But it's okay though because John Cena and Jackie Chan are gonna go in just two of them, even though there's an entire special forces team. It's just gonna be Jackie. Ch- it's safer this way. Just Johnny. Just John Cena and Jackie Chan. Just the two of us, without a, a large arsenal of weapons, we're going to go in and we're going to fight this entire team of what I can only describe as Arab ninjas wielding machetes. We're just we're going to go in there and and fight all of them, just ourselves. That'll be fine. Um, and uh, and they do, and it's fun. John Cena jo- picks up a giant pole and is swinging it around and hitting dudes, and then. Uh, Jackie Chan runs up it and uses it as a pole vault, and there's a there's a bunch of crazy fight scenes, and there's some dialogue about like um, oh I forgot to mention uh, John Cena's dad was killed in the um, 
in the in the firefight two years ago when they were ambushed, and that's honestly what Henry was trying to get revenge for was their dad being killed. That's right. Um, and also, did you catch why he was killed? No, I did not. Why was he killed? Because John Cena is bad at hand signals. That's the that's the reason the script gave for why John Cena's dad was killed was that he's bad at hand signals. And then they play up the fact that he's bad at hand signals as comedy for the rest of the film. They honestly say, I was trying to signal that I was going to move, so cover me in this firefight. But I accidentally signaled for him to move, and I would cover him. And then we both moved, and a bunch of people got shot because I'm bad at hand signals. And then they played that up as a joke for the rest of the movie. I tried to signal for him to for, for me for me to move, and I was and then I actually signaled for him to move. Oh my like, god. I remembered like that it was a mix-up, but I didn't remember like, oh my goodness. <laughs> That was what he said. I tried. Um, I yeah. My notes just say finally John Cena, Jackie Chan versus way too many people because yes. I was waiting for that for the whole movie. I was like, more of this movie needs to be only the two of them versus mm-hmm. way too many other people, and they win. Like that is what the movie is supposed to be. I thought we were going to get that with the French, mm-hmm. but the French just gave up, and there were not enough of them, mm-hmm. and they had berets. Right. Um, so we finally get into what I want out of any Jackie Chan movie, which is this piece of it. Um, I really felt like I felt like this movie should have been anything but what it was. It should have mm-hmm. been <laughs> either a comedy with six of these scenes in different ways that are silly, or an honest attempt at a movie that was that made sense. This mm. was neither of those things. Um, but God, I didn't even catch that about, about the dad. That's, in, that's absolutely bonkers. Um, and yes, we boop. This is one of those movies where one dude is all Kung Fu stuff. And the other guy is all not super suplex and, and uh, uh, power slams, but a lot of, I'm going to grab you by the leg and swing you forcefully like a baseball bat into a wall. A lot of there's a lot of swinging a dude by a leg, a lot of that from John is, John Cena's John Cena's move set is ninety percent grabbing a dude by the leg and swinging him. That's most of what it. Like, it's the most logical. Th- Why wouldn't you do that if it keeps no, working? If you're that strong, yeah, no, I would totally. do it if I if yeah. I, Alex. Let's let's yes. be abundantly clear. No, it's true. If I had the ability to just pick up a grown man, yeah. And swing them by the legs into a wall. Yeah. I'd be in prison right now. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it, it speaks to it speaks a lot to Claudio's character that he is not in jail. <laughs> because he has that power and uses for- it only for good, even though he's a bad guy right now. He he could he could kill a man with it. He could you could if you could spin spin a man for that long, certainly you could throw him at a great distance. So he Yep. 
That's a really good point. He could just yeah. be throw people off buildings and stuff. Yes. Um, yeah. Much less into walls. Yeah. I, it I mean, was, like, it uh, was the fight. I had fun with the fight scenes because this the is fight what scenes I was were, the fight scenes are not the more. the fight scenes are not the bad part of this movie. Correct. The bad Except part the is French the French one, is, which is bad. Well, the the French one's not even really a fight scene. It's a comedy. It's a like if, a, it, if it was like literally yeah. like if it, I don't know. Like if it was a, I don't trying to figure out like what what comedy do if it was Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller in like two thousand and four. And like it was a bunch of French guys going he 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 ha, 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 put on the machine gun and then they're like act, they're throwing grenades like pass me another grenade yoink and like that was what they were doing it'd be the same damn movie yeah um, that's why it was just like is this supposed to be parody but it just was bad no no so. um uh no Cena Cena bumped in some in the fights with Jackie. He didn't. Yes. He didn't. He didn't really yeah, bump. Yeah. No. They. All, although later they have a a two on one fight with Knox Skullface, yes. and um, it's really it's 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 it, the baby faces against the the heel, um, and they they fight him to a standstill. Uh, honestly, Knox is Knox is the champion fighter. Skullface, uh, Skeletor, top stop. He's a top. He's a top fighter there because. They they eventually get through all the ninjas, um, and uh, and Owen and Bald Eagle get in a dune buggy and they leave along with the tankers full of oil. Uh, May has shown up having stolen John Cena's other favorite car, Susie, um, and another truck, and uh, picks up John and she's driving, even though she can't drive stick. Um, and at no point does John Cena say, pull over, let me drive, it'll be better. Um, uh, anyway, so there is a very long chase scene of John Cena and May in the pickup truck chasing after Owen and Bald Eagle, who are trailing this, uh, this convoy of tankers into the desert. And while that is going on, simultaneously, it is a one-on-one fight. Between Jackie Chan and Knox, that in the in the like the cooling towers, I guess of a, yeah. of a oil refinery. I'm not really sure what this, this is. Weird. Eventually, it boils down. This is a 10 minute fight scene that boils down to both men on bouncy wires. Like this is actually kind of cool because if you're going to do the whole the whole fight scene on wires anyway, why not? have an actual reason for the men to be wearing wires so you don't have to hide the wires later in post. Fine. I don't know what the bouncy wires are for. Like, I don't know why you need bouncy wires in a cooling tower room in an oil refinery. I'm just going to go ahead and trust the experts on this. But also, the room fills up with fire extinguisher foam. Like, fills up. Yeah. So, like, they're having a giant, they're having a bouncy house foam party fight. For 10 minutes, while John Cena is miles away, trailing the real villains of this thing. Jackie Chan is stuck having a fight scene with, like, the fourth most important bad guy. It looked um, fun. Yeah. It, it, did look, like it did look like a fun. kid's birthday party. Um, like this was a very long fight scene. And there were a mm. lot of things in this that I was like, 
that's why I was so surprised when you were like, he's almost 70. I was like, holy crap. Yes. Like, this was really, um, like, ridiculous. But thinking in terms of it, like, it, it felt to me like he was doing a lot of this work. And that's just very impressive. And this was also, like, I spent so much of the movie wanting this ridiculousness. Like, give me bouncy wire foam Jackie Chan fighting people, but it does feel like John Cena didn't get the short end of the stick from a plot standpoint. <laughs> it is meant to be anti-fire foam, but it sure as hell looks like sexy dance club foam to me. Yeah. Um, And no, they're not on an oil platform. They're like in a I don't know. Like, is it tankers? Is that what it is? Like, it's so. It's an interior room with big tanks in it. I'm, I don't. Maybe those tanks are full of oil, and that's why you have anti-fire foam, so that if a file starts, they can end it. But anti-fire foam like goes and like fills up the entire room. This is like, hey, it's bubbles. It looks like my kid in the in the bath. Like, is that's yeah. That, that's looked, yeah. So it's weird. It looked playful, not like it was trying to yeah. save your life. <laughs> no. Yes, it was. Very, at one point, he's literally just blowing bubbles into the guy's face. Yes. As he bounces back up anything, he goes and blows bubbles into his face, and he goes, "Oh, like that's that's a good minute of the fight scene. It's just that, yeah, um, it's, it's mudamist, basically." Yes. So the 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 dune buggy goes off road after because um, that's the other thing is that Owen's so bad at like he's ruthless, but he's actually fighting. Like he ever does any any hand to hand, and when he's like he's using the mounted machine gun on the on the dune buggy, he's shooting backwards directly behind him at a at a, yeah. at a vehicle that cannot maneuver well, and just constantly missing it, and eventually he's just he just runs out of ammo. Like he's not a former soldier. Yeah, that was he's, he he's a he's the, he's a glorified he's the COO of of a of a of a private security firm maybe but like he's a plumber that's very odd. Um, so anyway, they go off road and then May tries to follow them in in um in John Cena's favorite car uh, truck and mm -hmm. uh, goes off a jump and the, the whole thing disintegrates when they land, which makes John Cena very angry. But they um they're able to hike back yeah. to the to the road. Um, by now, uh, by now, obviously the um, the the tankers miles from here, yeah. miles from here, um, and uh, but they're able to 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 meet um, with Jackie Chan. Oh, the 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 way they got into the refinery, they didn't really sneak into the refinery. Jackie Chan and John Cena. I forgot to mention this earlier. I should I should I said I was going to mention it much earlier than this. The way the bad guys were able to fake a sandstorm is that they put a jet engine from a jet onto the back of a flatbed truck and then aimed it at some loose sand. And the truck, I guess, had the parking brake on because it didn't move even with a jet engine propelling it. And the jet just sprayed jet at the at the sand which created a 40 square mile sandstorm <laughs> out of a pile of sand 
That is how the bad guys started a sandstorm, a man-made sandstorm as cover for their extraction of a PhD in oil riggery so they could steal some oil to pay back the families of friends of a glorified plumber. That is the plot line of this movie. And eventually, thankfully, the jet engine comes back into play. Uh, and it um, they use it to propel the big truck it's on through the gate to get in, to go through all the, the big uh, concrete blocks and stuff that they are protecting the gate. They go through that, they go through the gate on the thing, and then they just shut the, the jet engine off. But that the Jackie Chan uses to escape the oil refinery after he saved Professor Oil Riggery and uh, her son and and beaten Knox in the in the, in the sexy club foam fight. Mm-hmm. Then he drives after, and John Cena and May get on that, and they're like, "We'll never catch up to to them in this." Yes, we will," says John Cena, and he turns on the. the it's like a turbo turns engine on the jet engine, which propels the thing so far forward. And they T-bone one of the, of, the, of the oil tankers, which then causes it somehow to flip backwards um, and land and crush all the other tankers in the convoy and explode right in the face of, uh, of uh, Bald Eagle and Owen. Bald Eagle is dead. Bald Eagle is burnt to a crisp. Owen is somehow okay. He's, half of his face is pretty charred. Looks like a hot dog got left on the grill a little too long, but um, but he's alive and he's able to like pull um, bald eagle out of the thing and drive off in this charred up dune buggy, um, and so they have to chase him. But John Cena doesn't doesn't like to wear his seatbelt, as you see in the trailer, and so he rips it out of the thing, and so he's not wearing his seatbelt. So he's on the side of the of the jet engine. Uh, truck and they can't turn off the jet engine or something and uh, they they all you have to know is that <laughs> um, Owen ends up in the dune buggy smashed against some rocks near a cliff John Cena has fallen with the jet engine truck all the way to the bottom of this canyon. There's zero chance he's alive. I want you to remember that there's zero chance. Remember how there was zero chance of a sandstorm earlier? There is even less of a chance that John Cena is alive. There's a but, negative chance that he's alive. Um, the the uh, I just want to pause many, right here and say there is not a single issue with anything that you just said. Right. It's all no notes. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, j- Jackie Chan and May have been like are strapped into one seat that has fallen um uh and is being like pro- held by a rope that is attached to the dune buggy somehow dangling off of this cliff and Jackie Chan is is like grabbing onto the seat and then they the, the seat um Owen starts moving the the dune buggy like he's just going to leave um, because he's fine after all that. Of course he is. Um, and Jackie Chan and May, the rope breaks and they fall onto an outcropping on this cliff. Then 
the um the rope doesn't break oh owen starts falling and they land first because they're halfway down the cliff and owens in the dune buggy keeps falling but the rope's still attached to the little chair that they're that, that she's in and they're trying to undo it and they realize oh no i'm just going to unbuckle the seatbelt. and they run roll off and then the the the, the the chair gets thrown with them. And then after uh, Owen does a full on wily coyote at the bottom of this canyon, um, uh, they, then they go, Chris, and they're yelling at Chris as though Chris didn't die five minutes ago. <laughs> Chris, oh, he must be he must be dead. And then John Cena just climbs up to, on top of the cliff. He's fine. He just he just he grabbed he grabbed onto some rocks. He's fine. Uh, he, he He's fine. And uh, he's up there, and they're on they're on the side of the cliff. Okay, my and notes like all right. Say um, Finn Balor would be so screwed. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> of the True. rope, it would have just been such a bad situation. No. But I, it's not even just that John Cena survives; it's the degree to which he's okay. Yeah, um, <laughs> no broken bones. Essentially, he doesn't have a cut on his face. Unscathed. By Entirely unscathed. Yeah, absolutely. But that's mm-hmm. what I at this point in the movie I wanted and needed John mm-hmm. Cena to be one hundred percent fine emerging from this situation. Yeah. Um. So John Cena pull they they pull John Cena up. It's now Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan's daughter, who John Cena immediately hits on. Of course. Um, and, uh, you are, you are an idiot or bong shui. There's a lot of this stuff is also, uh, is John Cena trying to speak Chinese through this whole thing. Like he learned Chinese, um, well, he was working private security in Shanghai. And so he learned some Chinese, but as Jackie Chan says, that's not, you're not actually, you're not using the right inflections. So when you're trying to say private security, you're actually saying funeral parlor because And so that okay, so he's bad. I get my he's, hand he's, signals mixed up, and mm-hmm. I don't know the inflections of that. That would be amazing if that's how his mom died. <laughs> um, like she's like she's basically saying to him, uh, "Honey, can you can you pass me um, that that glass of iced tea?" And he thought she said, uh, "Can you pass me that uh, king cobra?" And, that, and yes. then she, mm-hmm. that's uh, that's how she died because he, he he doesn't understand the inflections in Chinese. <laughs> anyway, so um, our so, movie is better. Yes, it's much better, much better. Are you kidding me? Our movies are always much better. Um, and then, <laughs> um, uh, he calls he calls him an idiot in Chinese. Um, and then he's like, "Well, if I'm an idiot, you're so smart." How are we going to get out of here? It's okay. I have a plan, says Jackie Chan. And then they just start screaming for help. They are halfway down a cliff in the middle of the Iraq desert with no way to track them. And nobody knows they're there. And roll credits. Um, and so they're going to die. They're all going to gonna die of thirst on the side of a cliff mm-hmm. uh, within the next four hours. Because it's the Iraq desert and it's 190 degrees there. Um, and then, uh, he, uh, instead we get during the credits, we get a couple of scenes that show that they're, they're actually, they're okay. And, um, 
Jackie Chan uh, is helping John Cena to unclog the well. Because, like, everybody in town was, like, grabbing a rope and pulling something out of the well. And then the well, like, explodes with water, which is not how I think wells work. But then Jackie Chan and John Cena pull themselves out of the well. And, like, hey, thanks for helping me get water to all my people. And then a Chinese special forces guy runs up and says, "Uh, Dragon Luo, uh, sir, there's a mission that we need to go on. And, and, uh... And he looks up at John Cena. You want to come with? And John Cena's like, hey, why not? And so like, ah, sequel. I doubt that. <laughs> Listen, I if this, if this movie makes a lot of money in China, they're definitely going to do a sequel. It doesn't, doesn't matter how bad the critical reviews are, and they're bad. It doesn't matter if um, they can they can do some so I'm sure they can do some metrics and find out that, yes, it was the most watched movie on Netflix for about five minutes. And then everyone stopped watching it. Um, like if they could just unclog the well, is the whole movie unnecessary? No, entirely necessary. None of it should happen. Uh, also, yeah. did John Cena just pocket that 100 grand? Was the 100 grand used? for this um it feels like the ending kind of just got like snuck in there and i was like wait a minute that's the whole reason john cena did this mission Mm -hmm. and the fact that they would be like yeah let's sign up for another one of these when his brother died feels like a little bit of an oversight and you might want to take a a minute to grieve at the very least and reevaluate yeah yeah um the the other thing is that we see the chinese Social forces um, do a raid on the oil tankers oh, that right. are waiting for all the oil to come out of the pipes because there's a there's a there's a there's a, a very Australian, I guess, mercenary tanker who's like, right, <laughs> we're in place waiting for the oil, and uh, and and Owen's like, okay, it's coming to you, and so they're just sitting there. I don't know how many miles away. Is the Persian Persian Gulf from this oil refinery? Um, but the once the oil is turned on, it is flowing into those tankers immediately. Yeah. But they do say it will take 24 hours to fill the tankers, and they're not filling it for 24 hours before the before the the, the good guys come and stop it. So there's just a bunch of uh, Australian tankers who are sitting there waiting for oil, assuming everything's fine, and didn't actually just leave. As cartoonishly Australian ship. as uh, the French were, by like the, it felt like it was Crocodile Dundee. Um, but yeah, this this happened. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Um, this, uh, yeah. Um, if you can find a YouTube video that has the fight scenes, watch that. Otherwise. Get the flick out of here. <laughs> no, no. John Cena's trying so hard, um, but it's, it's just, it's. Uh... My thing with it too is there's so many better movies that both of these guys have done. Like if you're, mm. if you're picking an hour and a half of your time, go watch anything else that these guys have done, especially Jackie yeah. Chan. Like there's way yeah. more fun stuff in his catalog. Um, and we don't get enough of their like, 
buddy buddy relationship to make you feel excited yeah. and invested in it. If they had just done more of that, I could have forgiven a lot of the bad and in this because I expect the framework not to be all that great based on what we were getting but there's not enough of um their relationship that you can kind of like sink your teeth into for in in my opinion so I say get the flick out of here um but I do hope that somebody takes a chance on this duo in a more sincere effort like I would like a box office smash of a comedic John Cena and Jackie Chan film so yeah yeah I mean yeah. yeah. But also, you're 69 years old, so. So that's what I was thinking. I was like, I don't know how many more of these he can he can muster, dude. But um, uh, yeah. I mean, he's he's approaching like Ric Flair age, um, and that guy had his last match ever. That is true, and boy did he. Um, but I feel like if you did that's why i feel like if you did something silly you could probably make it really fun right of just like um Mm -hmm. with special effects and um make the fight scenes really really manageable but uh but this was this was disappointingly bad because it wasn't as fun bad as i thought it was going to be it just felt really long and disjointed like i i can sign up for fun bad with john cena and jackie chan this was like Oh this yeah, was a, this, mean, I, this felt like a chore. This was a chore to watch. I, I, I there's, there's nothing to me uh, that honestly that hits the same as like a really fun, schlocky action movie. Some of my very favorite movies of all time are that. Just as an experience to watch, this wasn't fun. No, there was some schlock to it, and like there was, there were parts of it that were fun. But the fight, like, there were some really fun fight scenes. Like, they they were trying to make the 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 whole like the life or death situation of rescuing the oil refinery, not the workers. Honestly, they were secondary. The oil refinery was what we were rescuing. Yeah, and it just it felt it missed. Yeah, nope, it missed. Get the flick out of here. Get the flick out of here. Um, don't know what we're gonna do next week, but we're not gonna do one of these. Such an ambi flipper. They're, I, I, I don't know. I was conned into this. This was your idea. It was my idea, but I was conned into it by Michael Cole. <laughs> he told me this movie was the best thing on Netflix, and I feel I feel like I if you can't trust Michael Cole, who can you trust? <sighs> That's a fair point. Get the flick out of here. Get the flick. See you next week, everybody. Have a good weekend. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Click the subscribe button and find out what it means to me. Nah, that doesn't have a ring to it. But if you like videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, subscribe now.